This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, go, Tiger. Let's go. I have no self-respect for myself, though. What about that, huh? Yeah, where's the dignity, my guy? Old people have such weird names. Fred Couples, Dickie Pride, Retief Goosen, Paul Broadhurst. Broadhurst. That's not that weird. Paul Goidos, Bernhard Langer. All these names are so weird. These are all old people. Um, welcome everybody back to another episode. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Rooftop Pod. I am your host Jesse, and joining me today is my sister Rachel and my brother Andrew, and we are back and better than ever. Not really. No, but also we could play um the New York Times thirty six questions. really deep. Thirty six questions. Was I? Oh, I was on our Discord just no, now while I was like on the set toilet. One, set two. Oh shoot. <laughs> set one, set two, set, set three. Timer. Where mm. it's like it starts off. Oh, true. We could do that. That's a good. That's good. Um, that's a good one. Oh, I was. They're all in Quizlet, but we're not really strangers. Oh, brother, it's on a Quizlet. It's on a Quizlet, yeah. Brother. That's amazing. That's so funny. Everything's on a Quizlet. Oh my Real. god, you know those like tests that like or homeworks that teachers just like recycle from online. Mm-hmm. You can always find the answers on Quizlets, on Quizlet. dude. I ripped so many of those during college. It was crazy. <laughs> Dang, your college professors were lazy. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Well, some classes, some some made like original questions. Yeah, but whenever, I don't think, dude, the the yeah. feeling of finding a Quizlet set <laughs> for a homework that you're working on, yeah. best feeling yeah, ever. Real. No, my macroeconomics Quizlet course costs money now. Oh, what? <sighs> At Inflation. least. Whoa! Did you did you guys ever use Slater? Yes, with the textbooks. Yeah. So Quizlet bought Slater, and uh, so now those questions are money. Mm, yeah. See. But for my <laughs> intermediate macroeconomics course back in college, I realized after the second quiz, I like Googled one of the quiz questions and found the quizzes on Quizlet. So they weren't even homework assignments. Oh, and the quizzes Dang. were like 30, 40% of our grade. It was Dang. phenomenal. Um, oh my God. That's one of the greatest finds of the century. Good class though. Dang. Wait, okay, I'm reading this last message from someone on the rooftop chat server. He's like, sometimes the server kind of gives me weird <laughs> vibes. Like, no one really talks. <laughs> Wait, this is a good thing. No one really talks shit or talks random like, stuff. Yeah, or they like it. And then he says at the end, there are no random people who just come and ask for nitros or gift cards. And the owners what? of the server will just beg you to boost the server. No offense to the owner. Wait, I don't, 
ask anyone. Not you. Oh, I not think me. Other, like servers. other servers. It's one of the nicest servers I've been to. I we literally don't do anything. I like sometimes go on and respond. I should yeah. we should we should be more active on our server. Although I will say it's mostly like like a few people that are mm. really active, and I appreciate mm-hmm. those people a lot. Thirties mm-hmm. and Floofer. She's very active. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love her input. Cindy Jane, who I get some also mutuals on instagram always gives me great great feedback shout out do you use um, discord outside of this like are you a discord user not really only for mm-hmm. video games like to chat with my friends while we're playing other than that i don't i don't i'm not a part of any so i don't know how to run a discord server yeah so if any of you guys are on the discord and want to is that can you make people moderators and stuff is that a thing yeah. rachel yeah. you're young and hip Oh, we can no, ask, I don't know anything. Oh, I can ask, ask, I can ask, ask John, John and Philip. Yeah, because yeah, they're oh, a part true, of... True. Our little, little brothers are more active in the Discord server space. Actually, yeah. I don't trust that. <laughs> oh, there is a floofer asked uh, if anyone has seen The Farewell. Did you guys watch that movie? Yeah. Kind of. With Aquafina? Yeah. What would you guys think? That was a pretty good movie. Um, wow, it's been years. Hold up, let me... Let me I remember dig. watching it and like people like crying and like finding it super emotional mm-hmm. which i think it was i think it was a really well done movie mm-hmm. and i said this in our discord i could not look past aquafina's terrible chinese yeah yeah it was so bad yeah and like if you weren't chinese then you wouldn't notice it because you're right. just like oh that's whatever just regular chinese but her american accent and there's nothing wrong with but mm-hmm. it was just like she was like she definitely like memorizing the pinyin, <laughs> mm-hmm. and like the inflections were just all over. I couldn't yeah. even understand what she was saying. I was like reading the the subtitles yeah. to understand what yeah. she was saying. I just I had a hard time looking past. It. Other than that, I think it was a really well done, mm-hmm. very touching movie. Mm-hmm. I watched it like when it first came out with my friend, and my friend loves Aquafina, like mm-hmm. biggest sure, fan of Aquafina ever. Cool. Yeah, because I think my friend is like really um appreciated asian american women who like broke the standard mold mm. of like being you know yeah, prim and proper yes. and whatever mm-hmm. yeah. um and so she really liked aquafina ali wong like especially asian american female comedians mm. um anyways so incredibly high expectations going in especially uh, because of all of the hype that it had yes. gotten like critical acclaim um like beautiful movie was from a24 i think mm? It felt like an A24 style production. Yeah. So I'm. Um, but yeah. So I remember we went in, we watched it. And when the movie ended, we both looked at each other and we were like, so what did you <laughs> think about that movie? Yeah. Yeah. It is an A24. Yeah. And I think ours was similar in the sense of um, it was a good movie. It had a lot of good meaning in it. Um, it didn't feel as relatable per se as mm. like other asian american yeah. films have been as of late especially like everything everywhere and minari those mm. were hard hitters oh, Nari, one yeah of ever yeah and I, I think it'll take a long time for something to knock that movie off the top for me yeah um but yeah the chinese was not great <laughs> i think to an extent it's almost like like I don't know what it is because I feel like if people speak English with a different accent, like it doesn't bother me that much. Mm. Oh yeah. Um, oh, but with Chinese, 
like maybe it's because i can recognize it in myself when i say it and that's something i don't like about myself mm. so i guess like maybe that translates to when i hear other people speak it with like a it the thing is i think for me it just felt like she was memorizing mm. it didn't come off as acting mm. it was really? like come it off as took, natural it yeah. took off from the acting like it took yeah. away from her acting yeah because if if it felt like she was acting yeah like it, I felt it felt unnatural felt unnatural because i could tell she she wasn't comfortable comfortable communicating yeah. in that language it didn't feel like she was communicating to the other characters it felt That's like fair. she was re- reciting from a pinging script that kind of mm-hmm. took me out of the movie yeah so i was like oh this feels staged because yeah. it's clearly staged so that's i think no, that's that makes why a lot of i, sense. I yeah. actually think that's the biggest reason why i didn't like it yeah it, when she was speaking english it was perfectly fine i was mm-hmm. like oh this is good acting but as soon as she switched to chinese i was like this is a movie it's taking <laughs> me out from the fact that yeah. this is reality or like i'm not immersed in this world right. anymore. right yeah that's, fair. that's what it is yep yeah that's what i found thoughts i'm still trying to remember because uh, i forget what, what the movie is about to be honest really? the grandma passing oh, yeah, yeah, about yeah. something about grandma passing but her grandma like has terminal and her family's not t- oh should we spoiler okay no. yeah uh, spoiler alert i can explain it grandma yeah. has terminal illness everyone knows this except for the grandma because they're hiding this from her mm-hmm. and so they oh, all go back yeah, to china yeah, for her cousin's it. wedding um supposedly to celebrate the wedding but really it is to see the grandma like one last time before yeah. she passes yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's a very morbid, sad. Yeah, concept. yeah. It's a good concept to I don't play know off. Why? You're right. I, I was thinking back to the relatability because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. for some reason, like Minari, like hit and everything everywhere all at once hit like mm-hmm. emotionally yeah. struck a chord within me. But mm-hmm. farewell didn't hit that same emotional chord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's true. On my end, I don't know. I don't think for me it was the ping. I think I have an easier time looking past that maybe because my chinese is so bad true <laughs> uh, yeah maybe that's why i can look past it a little bit better true. yeah but i think it just uh, like i'm having such a hard time collecting my thoughts because i don't think it just left a big impression on me mm. um i, I didn't fair. think it was a bad movie though i don't remember like watching it and being like ugh but i also don't right. watch remember watching it being like whoa <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i okay I guess another question on the relatability front with um, Minari and everything everywhere. Mm. First of all, or I guess second of all, because I want to ask another question before this. Uh-huh. Um, second of all is, did you like, how did you guys relate to everything mm-hmm. everywhere? Because I feel like for me, because it was like a mother daughter relationship mm-hmm. that like hit. Um, yeah. But oh, before yeah. that, that relationship is mm-hmm. very similar to your kind of similar to. I, uh, like the dynamic, think, not the exact. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I related to a lot joy of yelling a lot. Back, yeah. back and forth. Um, anyways, <laughs> Resentment but before that, um, relatability on the other relatability front um, is, do you think that you connect less with movies that depict like a rough family dynamic? Because I feel like mm. our family has always been pretty close. And I feel like the farewell, like everyone in the family Maybe felt very distant. Why. And like with Minari, uh, it was like a really strong bond mm. with everything everywhere. Even though they didn't have a great relationship, they were still close. Like they had a lot of with her than any other. <laughs> oh, that line. Oh my god. Yeah. I. Yeah, I think the family being out of touch with each other is not as relatable. But I do think our family did go through relationship problems. I think each of us have had issues with either mm. mom and dad or mm-hmm. even with each other 
I think I relate to that aspect, but there's always for us, there's always, there was a point of reconciliation between Mm -hmm. each of the family members where now we're at a point where we're super close with mom and dad. We're super close Mm -hmm. with each other. Like we've worked past any of the problems that we had before. I guess with that, like what I was saying is like, you can have problems with people, but Uh still be close. But for the farewell, it just felt like everyone was really distant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, you're so distant that like your problem yeah. is that you are distant but that's a, that i think it's a common thing to see in asian families at least mm-hmm. especially in the east or in china specifically yeah. like a lot of things go unsaid and mm. relationships mm-hmm. are almost a little bit superficial just because culturally i don't think it's normal for chinese families to be like really vulnerable with their mm-hmm. right. parents with their other siblings like most of it's like you keep it to yourself Right. right type of um culture where our family it's it's more we share a lot with each other mm-hmm. like mom and dad know a lot of about my life mm-hmm. um to the extent that they should know <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah someone asked in the oh, i don't know if do you guys have anything else to add to that or mm. i want to ask i want to ask oh yeah everything everywhere oh yeah what? ask ask no or the the question you were asked, wait, wait. why did we relate to it? Or Yeah, but before that, oh, wait. do you have any thoughts on the distance and the closeness of family relationships and the relatability? Mm. It's okay if you yes don't. Yes and no, because oh. like, we also aren't close with our extended family. Not right. really. Uh, yeah, um, I guess not. So like, I mean, it's hard to be because they're not exactly. Here. Yeah, which was also Aquafina's issue in the farewell. She right. grew up in the states, so like that was honestly probably more relatable. Mm-hmm. But I also mm-hmm. didn't love how cold the family felt. Aquafina is uh, not really relatable to me. Like in any movies that she's played in, I mean, I'm yeah. just like I don't feel like I can put myself in her shoes at all. I feel like she's always used as like a comedic, yeah, like yeah. addition though, or most of the time. When she's not, like, the main character. Well, in The Farewell, she was not really that. Well, yeah, because she was the main character in the movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because I don't think she's had any other, like, super major acting roles aside from that. Yeah. Besides supporting roles. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. Okay. ask away. Anyways, (laughs) did you guys relate to everything? Everywhere all at once. I have... Oh, I don't know if I want to put this on the internet. You can say it and then we can cut it. Dude, I honestly didn't think the movie was, like that superb yeah wow it was hyped up so much Uh, not gonna lie the first time i watched it i fell asleep (laughs) wow whoa was it just because you were tired or the movie put you to sleep um a little bit of both wow because nick hyped it up a lot nick was visiting me in cleveland and the expectations were too high then my expectations were super high because everyone was like this is an amazing movie. Uh, did you like, know Oscar. anything about the movie before you watched no, it? No, I had no idea. I okay. just knew it had some sort of like timeline, like multi-dimensional yeah, aspect yeah. to it. Yeah. And it was mind-blowing from that aspect. That part I appreciated a lot. Mm-hmm. But I was like, it was a little too like random and scatterbrained for me. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, I thought it was cool. Like all the special effects mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. they were able to do on the budget that they did it with. Mm-hmm. Like, just crazy like insane. visuals and yeah. like insane costume design yeah. like it was visually just a stunning movie yeah i that part i appreciated a lot but i didn't find the narrative like especially compelling wow. dang yeah 
Because I just loved Wayman that movie. <laughs> Wayman. That line, the laundry line, yeah. honestly, that's probably... Because I also, I didn't personally relate to it, but I saw the mother-daughter relationship. And I'm like, mm, I saw this growing up <laughs> with yeah. <Mom> and Rachel. <laughs> so I still cry during those parts. Really? Uh, like, empathetically, I, I'm like, I feel like I understand. But when Wayman <laughs> said the, the laundry line, I'm like... This is how I want to find love. Like that, that's the type of love mm. I'm still trying to find. That's cute. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I I I I really like the relationship between Michelle Yeoh and mm-hmm. what's her name? Stephanie Shu. Stephanie yeah. Shu, Joby. Jobo Jobaki. Jobo. Jobo Jobaki. I like that whole storyline. Yeah. I thought that kind of caught me off guard because, like, I didn't realize she would be Jobu, which is, I really? thought was cool. Oh. I mean, I figured out, like, it wasn't clear from the beginning. Okay. I was okay. like, ah, oh, that's. Because it's confusing. Stephanie. Yeah. Yeah. But I, the, the relationship dynamic between her and her mom, that was especially compelling. But everything mm-hmm. else surrounding the movie, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't think the action was super compelling. Like, Mm-hmm. I don't know who cho- who did the choreography mm-hmm. for the action bits, but mm-hmm. I thought they could have done. I don't know. I'm being too critical because I came in with just super high expectation. Right. I was like, I'm, I was prepared to like cry, laugh, whatever. Yeah. And like, yeah, it was. I think if I came in with like no expectations, mm-hmm. I think it would have hit harder. Yeah, mm. that's, that's fair. A general theme with movies. If I yeah. come yeah. in with a high like your perception of a movie is so dependent on the expectation that yeah, you come in yeah. with. very true yeah like spider-man whatever uh into the spider-verse the one where or all the, the third spiders, one oh, all wait. the different spiders yeah mans came up spiders yeah. mans was, was yeah. it is no it into the universe no. or no way home it was no way home isn't that the first one? no it's something uh, oh, it's, it's nowhere home yeah. somewhere somewhere home. somewhere home <laughs> <laughs> the new somewhere. one where like Oh, yeah. if you haven't seen this, it's your fault. Shame or, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the one where like all the Peter Parkers show up in yeah, yeah. in um, Tom Holland's universe. Yeah, mm-hmm. that one. So many multiverse movies. Oh yeah, that's the yeah. obviously that's the trend right now. Yeah, but lucky. that one was. Awesome. I also didn't find that movie that great. Okay, same. Okay, I, same. So you need yeah. to watch movies as, as soon as they but come out, or else think, they get spoiled for you. I don't think I would have, like thought it was super great even if i had watched it with no expectations but when people watched it and didn't know that they were going to show up in the movie oh yeah that must have been mind-blowing yeah. but i already knew that they were going to show up i was just yeah. waiting for them to show up and then when they showed up i was like uh, ah, yeah it lost whatever. its luster yeah, yeah. And that's super frustrating and now i need to be more like on top of seeing movies right as they come yeah. out because then i think my perception of it will be better yeah i see that's true that's tough because i yeah. remember watching thor love and thunder oh yes. having really low expectations <laughs> yes, i love that movie. and i really liked it i was well people I, hated what? that movie exactly i, I thought love and like thunder it. was great i was it just was like just shits I, and giggles exactly yeah. Yeah. i was just like it was just an enjoyable movie i didn't yeah. expect anything to be deep yeah. i didn't expect any lines Same. to be super okay. hard hitter but i was like i felt good watching it and, and it was visually it. aesthetic like the contrast <laughs> between like the really dark black and white yeah, yeah, chromatic yeah. world that like it was the such a God stupid killer. movie. Yeah, though. objectively, yeah. very. I mean, it was a silly movie. Silly. Yeah. It was kind yeah. of weird because Christian Bale was like this, like really high level uh, yeah. actor who's like yeah. pouring his soul into this role. Yeah. yeah. Everyone else is just dicking around in their Wait, roles. Who's the and director like, too? The yeah. director also directed uh, oh, uh, Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Taika Waikiki. Also one of the greatest. I love his. Yeah. I mean. Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit was fantastic. And he was. I didn't realize at the time, but he was the Hitler in the movie. He played. I mean, he. I think he acts in a lot of his own movies. He's also Korg. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. he yeah, is yeah, yeah. in the Marvel movies. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah fantastic director. Yeah. And I came in. Yeah, yeah, I loved Thor: Love and Thunder. I loved the There's visuals. There's some not great jokes, but yeah, uh, <laughs> that didn't quite I land. They, I they kind of landed for me a little no. bit. Uh, yeah. But I exactly the expectations are low, and they exceeded them. Yeah, so I was exactly. Like, oh. That's yep. good. I think okay, going back to everything, everywhere, yeah. all at once. Yes. Um, I recommended it to my roommates. And like hesitantly though, because I was like, "Ooh, this might be like a little too real for her," because um, when I was watching the movie, like along with like being able to relate on my own like personal level, mm-hmm. I was like, "I feel like this kind of relationship is like also the kind that like my roommate has had mm-hmm. with her mom," mm-hmm. um, but like even more so. And so she finally watched it like I think last week, and she absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I told her like I that I was hesitant to show her and she was like, No, like, um, it was it depicted depression in such a real way. Like mm-hmm. I've never seen depression like depicted on screen with like the amount of care and like the amount of realness mm-hmm. that everything everywhere all at once did. Wow. Yeah. Um, and I was like, dang, like yeah. I didn't even think about yeah. it on that front. Yeah, and yeah, yeah your ability to relate to mm-hmm. characters and what they're going through mm-hmm. massively alters your yeah. perception of the movie for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I yeah, I think that's the other reason why I don't I didn't find a certain character super relatable in everything everywhere all mm-hmm. at once. Mm-hmm. I like fair. I didn't feel attached to. And also, I watched it on like um, a cheap projector in my room. <laughs> oh, no, you, this is a movie you have to watch bit. in theaters. Yeah. Yeah. I think that um, took away a little bit. It re-released in theaters, so you can actually go watch oh, it in really? theaters right now. Yeah. Okay. Because of the Oscar nominations yeah. and such? Oh, man, maybe I will rewatch it. Yeah, I got $3 movie tickets. In I want to watch a couple other movies. Come so. drive up with me. <laughs> Don't you have free Regal tickets here? Um, I have two free ones, yeah. Mm what are we watching with those tickets i, I don't watch know Ant there's Man. puss in boots or there's I, I'd be, mm, i already told my friend i would okay. watch it with him so i probably cannot we can watch there's it without you. there's got to be another good movie out right now well i gotta support the business you know there's nothing like <laughs> oh really? no i've heard amazing thing about the new puss in boots like yeah, all of I've my heard friends that i have too. watched oh. it love it yeah, oh, no, yeah. i've heard good things Set about the expectations are lower. oh god uh, dang well, no, it no, rachel no no Okay, now we're gonna now hate the movie <laughs> no, no no it's like i feel like <laughs> it's like surprisingly good i've surprisingly heard surprisingly yeah. yeah it's like a puss and boot yeah. movie yeah. isn't it the second <laughs> yeah. one too yeah, it's the like, last wish yeah yeah oh my gosh yeah i think it's also my good for all it's been versions. nominated for some oscar what? Uh, Os- what? oscars yeah oh, puss and boots is nominated but for i think oscar. for like the animation Taking category the expectations too high let's, sorry let's, yeah. oh my gosh no as in like good as in it's so silly goofy ha ha that's true I feel like whenever I watch Oscar-nominated movies, they meet the expectations. Yeah. Even really? though I'm like, oh, it's Oscar-nominated. It has to be good. Every mm-hmm. single one I've seen Parasite? Oh. is like <laughs> phenomenal. Parasite, oh, hit Parasite I came in different. with no Ooh. expectations. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, what the f- <laughs> 
because this I movie. Remember, Lord. I remember telling my friends in high school, I was like, come watch this movie with me. And they'd be like, what's it about? And I was like, that's the thing. No, you can't I didn't know. know. You can't know yeah. when you go watch it. Yes. And we, all three of us, we went oh, I no $5 idea. AMC Tuesday. We went oh and watched it. We God. came out. We were like, <laughs> <laughs> what on earth Shuffle. did we just witness? <laughs> yeah. I've watched that movie yeah. 10 times yeah. at least because yeah. I yeah, did a whole a project. I wrote it, a paper on it. Oh, my God. Because it was such a groundbreaking movie. It was. And like the, it was so innovative on so many so fronts. So many fronts. Because yeah. it just weaved like so many different genres yeah. of movies together. Yeah. It was a comedy. Mm-hmm. It was a thriller. Mm-hmm. It was... Oh, my goodness. The turns, <laughs> the like, twist. Yeah. The twisting. The twisting. If you haven't seen Parasite already, yeah. you're behind. But go yeah. freaking see yeah. this movie. And like the messaging Ooh. and yeah. like the, the imagery. The visual. The visual symbolism. Yes, a lot God. of symbolism. Yeah, God. it's insane. Bong Joon-ho is like absolute yeah. wizard. Like Wild. to direct a, a film like that is just... Mm-hmm. Uh, it blows Stunning. my mind. Yeah. The acting was also yeah. phenomenal. Holy shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. God. I think that has been the most like, oh, my God, yeah. moments in a yeah. movie theater. I, yeah. I feel like that movie is probably my favorite movie of all time. Like, really? Yeah. It's sense, my kind yeah. of movie. Yeah. Like it's yeah. just. Uh. I've realized that my kind of movie is like really slow. It almost feels documentary kind of movies, mm-hmm. like so where like you're Minari. just. Yeah, yeah, you're just like witnessing things happen, and there's yeah. no like overt messaging. And mm-hmm. it's the kind of movie where you come out of it and you have to reflect and like put all the pieces mm-hmm. together and uh, obtain your yeah. own message from the movie. Yeah, I have different moods for different types of movies. Yeah. I like yeah. action movies sometimes where you just don't have to like put in any effort into thinking about yeah. what's going on or reflecting mm-hmm. you just watch a bunch of random violence go on <laughs> yeah. you're just like wow that looks cool ah. <laughs> yeah on the plane like, yeah, like that's kind of yeah. i just like action movies yeah. world right. war z that's why i watched yeah. the plane I really like, no thoughts head empty just no watch the movie yeah. yeah just like really played out narratives yeah. just watching it but like with cool visuals like those a lot. yeah time and place yeah time and place <laughs> one person asked on the discord uh oh they're like oh your parents are i'm, I'm gonna shout them out because i mm. i also have to pull up i think these people. you have to what i also have it pulled up oh, it was in I i'm here because of two things i found you on ig i have it this one. <laughs> cool man nice Good job. pablo picasso um it was i forget who said it but it was like oh like you were saying on one of your podcast episodes that your parents were super conservative what are they what would their no, thoughts be if like they found out you were like Wait. doing online dating i, I don't remember no, what no. that was totally fine yes. do yeah, they not already like know old... that we're I don't online know. Yeah, they, i've i met my ex through him oh yeah. right like they definitely know they yeah. knew that yeah and it's very accepted now so yeah. i think they would be fine they just want me to get married dad talked to me again today yeah they really? want grandchildren yeah dog they have they're like children of their own now. they still have to yeah that's what i'm saying yeah no but mom loves babies yeah they I know want mom the little ones babies. yeah, yeah. like about kai kai and lily's oh yeah nieces. annie Mom's and joanna i mean they are a, so adorable, adorable. Yeah, they're they're really the most cute. obedient yeah. kids in the world yeah they're so well behaved so well behaved yeah I was listening to Bart and Gio's um, podcast because they talk a lot about raising kids now because that's yeah. what they're going through in life mm-hmm. right now. What? Oh. And they were just like talking about like <clears throat> the difference between their kid, like Taika being like the super rowdy kid Boisterous, who just like yeah. does whatever he wants and like has like 
lives in his own world versus like kids who are like super obedient and like listen to everything that their parents said Mm -hmm. do you guys want a kid who's like super obedient easy to take care of or like a kid like taika who's like just like different he's like gonna be like a super creative (laughs) it's like a hit or miss he could become like a drug addict or he could become like who's living on the streets or he could just like turn out to be like a savant and just like an incredible artist or creative Mm -hmm. mind at whatever they're doing because i feel like you can't develop like that kind of person like a creative genius unless they like had like a weird upbringing like they were just allowed to be weird when they were a kid Mm. rather than like super straightforward and obedient like i think mom and dad raised us in an environment such that it wasn't it was like a balance between structured and unstructured Mm. felt kind of unstructured just because mom didn't have time to set Mm -hmm. a super regimented strict yeah and we weren't like the most obedient growing up but like i don't know i feel like uh i feel like we were i would rather i would go yeah i would go more towards the route of like letting my kid figure out what they like to do and Mm -hmm. not as much structure Mm -hmm. if you're gonna pick strictly between the extremes (laughs) mm -hmm. oh it'd be so easy to raise like a very obedient oh yeah like but i'm thinking like 18 years down the line when they're trying to like figure out what they want to do and yeah. since they've never had to like originally think or take mm-hmm. charge of what they wanted it's very cookie cutter yeah it life. might be a little bit tougher down the line yeah. it's do like, you think it's not possible to do both like oh, can yes, you be a is. good kid and also like have your own yeah, so, oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah that's yeah. what i'm saying like the perfect world is the middle ground but mm-hmm. if you were to only pick between the two extremes no, as in i'm saying like you, you can, can be, be extremes for both no, you can be obedient, but still have your own ambition. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's not like a middle ground. Like, you, oh. you can still y- yeah. be, be both. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think those are non-overlapping. But oh, no, I, mean, I would say it. that, like, having just, like, a different way of thinking. Like, a super independent thinker who's, like, very creative. Yeah. Who also, like, questions why they have to do certain yeah. things. Mm. Yeah. Questions authority. Yeah. Because like that. questioning yeah. authority I think is a huge asset because you're always mm. like it's not the world is not black and white to you. Like mm-hmm. yeah. nothing that people say I think this is how I am. And it oh, works really? to my disadvantage because I'm just like I don't believe in authority, which is bad because oh, we are the opposite. To a certain yeah. extent, I don't believe like there's one way to do Mm-hmm. any certain mm-hmm. thing like right. i don't think rules really <laughs> i just don't rules were meant to be I, broken I, yeah i just feel like rules don't really apply to me i i understand that they're there and then the consequences is what keeps me from breaking certain rules but mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. rules are bs like there's a way to do things that are better outside of the rules mm-hmm. always there's always yeah. a better way to do something mm-hmm. regardless of what the rules i'm speaking super vaguely and abstractly right, right now but um I don't think you get that sort of mindset if you're raised being super obedient. You're yeah. always mm. just like, oh, you just follow whatever. So, yeah, yeah, succumbing yeah. to yeah. authority. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I feel like I'd be, like, both would be frustrating to me mm. because obviously the one that is, you know, hyper-independent, um, that's, like, on a parenting front, super frustrating, especially, like, when you want to get them to do certain mm. things. But then on the other hand, with like the super obedient child, I'd kind of be like, so like, why aren't you acting <laughs> out? Like, what's wrong? <laughs> yeah. Dating apps. Dating apps. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're okay. Uh, and then I said, mom and dad uh, want me to have kids. 
Talked about it on the car ride here. Ouch. God. I don't know if I'm ready for that. No. Dad keeps on saying, it's like, oh, yeah, like, you have enough to raise a family. But I'm like, I don't want to raise oh, a family. Oh, because you're the only one financially <laughs> fit to have a kid, family right now. Yeah, because dad's like, you have everything you need to, like, get a house, find a wife, and then start a family. I'm like, but I don't want <laughs> to. Step one, get a house. Step two, find a wife. <laughs> Step it's three, three, have a baby. It's really crazy because as you advance in socioeconomic status, the age that you have kids at becomes later and later. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, like a, that's true. a um, fact. Yeah. It's you just Because yeah. like most people spend their time building their careers before they have kids. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna have a kid till I'm like mid to late thirties. You got you got long crazy. Ahead of you. Yeah. How Actually, many kids yeah. Do how I many want? kids do you want? Have we talked about this? I think I, I want think. three. I think if I could have kids like <laughs> like <laughs> just <laughs> the three, I think the dynamic works out super well. We don't need Phil. <laughs> no, but they're like their own set of kids. Yeah, like that's true. Mom and dad had like three kids, and then just basically had another I, family of two kids. I think it'd be really interesting that. what the dynamic would be if Phil was like two years older, or like three years older. Hmm. Like just outside of Rachel's closer, age. Because yeah. what if Rachel and like Phil went to high school together? Whoa! That is super interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. In yeah. Ooh. And then, Interesting. Yeah, and John's just like way younger than everyone. John would be in his He's own little universe. Yeah, I mean, he kind of already is. He's already yeah. a little baby. You know what's really funny? We can throw the picture on the screen. Actually, it's not that interesting. But <laughs> the picture above the fireplace, that family picture that we took, I think, in a series, you're Philip's age and I'm John's age. Whoa. It's crazy. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. What? Whoa. Yeah. You're 15 in that picture. Whoa. I'm 12. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I know, which is crazy because the crazy thing was I was looking at the picture. I don't know the thoughts in my head like at 12. Like I don't even know what life was like at 12. And I look at John and I'm like, dude, in 12 and a half years, you're going to be where I'm at. And you're not going to remember yeah. any thoughts in your head That's when you crazy. were that age. Dude, I, I'm seeing them at that age. I don't know. Just... My my perception of life has felt so continuous that it doesn't feel like I'm a different person. Like I feel really? like my thoughts at 15 were like the same thoughts that Whoa, I have that's... now. I think there's been like big turning points in really? my life where I'm I like, don't think so. It feels very continuous for me. That's crazy. Like yeah. junior year, I think was like a new Andrew. Like the freshman year of high school Andrew and the junior year, junior year of high school Andrew, two completely different people. And then it's been hmm. continuous. Obviously, I've changed a lot since then, but it's been more continuous since then. But there's been definitive breaks. Yeah. Oh. Like complete yeah. shifts actually in personality yeah. too. Like. In sixth grade, huh. I became deathly shy versus first, second, and third grade. Mm-hmm. I was like super loud and obnoxious. Yeah. There was yeah, like yeah. a weird like 180 yeah. personality Weird shift. middle school thing. Really? Yeah. Yeah. No, for me, it's the I same. Like, I feel like every three to four years, at least, I will have like a complete life overhaul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because the way I perceive you guys, it also feels continuous. Oh, like I feel like your personalities have been pretty continuous and non. Interesting. I guess like changing. 
yeah personality probably at home is hasn't changed too much uh, but school personality yes. and like other social environments like when you How said i, I went out right yeah. yeah completely different than well yeah because you're on drugs no drugs bad no bad drugs, drugs are bad, are bad. don't do drugs uh, no one probably actually no one drugs. here endorses yeah. doing drugs uh, we don't do yeah, drugs absolutely yeah not. no anyway drugs. Oh, okay no okay that's fair that's fair but yeah no uh have 180 my personality several times throughout grade school and elementary school mm. and high school and college uh, less of college, I, but yeah the way i see it is like those personalities already existed i'm just accentuating some and downplaying others because mm. i think i mm. used to be way more awkward in like middle school but i still think i'm kind of awkward like yeah, i'm just <laughs> I, i've just developed skills to like cope with my awkwardness mm. like i know mm. how to like i don't think i'm actually a super social pe- person i just know how to behave like a social person yeah oh, like I yeah. i've developed and rehearsed Give the me lines some tips <laughs> like the th- and i think i've talked about this in another podcast but like my friend arjun he's naturally a super social person mm. really mm-hmm. great at making friends like a lot of my friends i have today are because of him like he connected me with mm-hmm. them i lived with him for four years in college i also was best friends with him in co- uh, high school as well and we're still best friends mm. but during those four years in college i would just observe him and like <laughs> literally word for word i would I literally word for word pictures. like repeat lines that he said to uh. people Dang. and that's how i would Dang. make friends like i think wow. i'm a poser like i don't think i actually know how to be social i'm literally just ripping off of what Hold other on, people send, do send me your notes. <laughs> i didn't hey, take notes but quick. like yeah. and i have a friend now in med school who's also naturally like very social and outgoing and know knows how to behave in those social mm-hmm. contexts i just adopt certain mannerisms and certain behaviors that they do oh, that i've seen works mm-hmm. and i use them myself and i'm like this works and people perceive me as a more social outgoing person wow. but i still i feel like a fraud like i don't when feel like do i'm it. actually like a yeah. real social person i'm just like i'm just like pretending to be someone who i don't think i genuinely am but it's 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 offered a lot of advantages i don't feel like i'm not being true to myself mm-hmm. because i think slowly it starts morphing into like who you yeah, are you can yeah be the person that you want yeah well that's yes. a corny ass line uh, <laughs> uh yeah um oh i was listening to, to another podcast i forget whose podcast to credit but someone was saying that like if you want to completely reset your life one thing you can do is you can move to a different place mm-hmm. be a completely different person than like the person you want to be yeah. no mm-hmm. one has preconceived notions preconceived yeah. notions is a killer of what it's a hindrance it's a hindrance yeah. of you becoming who you want to be yeah, because you don't want absolutely. to stand out or people be yeah. like that's not you yeah. yeah the other place you can do it is an improv class where <laughs> oh. no one knows who you are and the yeah idea is to pretend to be like someone oh, you're not yeah. Saying. Interesting, yeah interesting so if you want to develop another personality people have said go to improv class you can also yeah. go out and just straight up lie to people yeah <laughs> like about make up who your you own are. personality yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. those people are delusional but Wait, i think they're so funny <laughs> <laughs> it'd be fun as a game but if you're yeah. doing it just to convince someone yeah. that you're it's kind of psychotic that, yeah it's oh, kind of psychotic yeah. you're trying to convince it's... people that you're someone that you're not <laughs> it's just a game yeah maybe <laughs> it's a fun game like mm. i think we should try this if we ever go out and just like pretend to be people who we're not actually no my friends used to do that back in really? college where they yeah. would just pretend to be a completely different profession and just play into that yeah at, like a bar um 
I think that's yeah. hilarious. I would yeah. love that to try that. Funny. I've never done that before. Wait, that's actually so funny. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I do that every day, but not Oh really. my gosh. There is this like really goofy looking car at UC and um me and my friends, like we walked past and we were like, that's a goofy looking car. And then two guys walked past and they're like, oh my gosh, that's such a sick ride. And then my friend was like, yeah, it's mine. <laughs> you want to take pictures with it? <laughs> you can. And they like full on believed her. Mm. Um, why really would you lie about that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's such a silly thing to lie about. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, going back to the, like me feeling like a continuous person, like mm. I, like I said, I think. I feel like I've been a pretty consistent person throughout. I don't know if mm -hmm. you guys perceive me as different, but from what I've heard from all my friends, like I've been pretty much the same person. Like for people who have known me for since I was mm -hmm. like a child, mm -hmm. most people say that I'm like the same person that I was when I was a kid. I think core attributes has stayed the same, but I think we talked about this in an earlier podcast. You have become substantially nicer than who you yeah. used to be. Oh, yeah. really? Okay. Yeah. I think you've, I guess, like, I was thinking about reflecting on but, my own mm. changes as a person. I think uh -huh. a majority of my complete overhauls is me recognizing, like, how much more mature I've become. Mm. Um, okay. So maybe, like, the progression was more linear than I, like, mm. perceive it to be, but it's, I've had like big reflection points mm. where I've looked back and been like, that was really stupid of me to do. Mm. And oh. like, that's not something that I would do today because I've like grown and matured. Yeah. I don't think I've matured at all. You should start journaling. I think <laughs> if you actually wrote it down oh. and you read at some, read something you wrote five, six years ago, you'd be mm -hmm. like, that's kind of whack or yeah. that's really different. Google Hangouts. Mm -hmm. oh Reading some of those old Google Hangouts. <laughs> <laughs> Brother. <laughs> Opening the archives Ooh. for real. <laughs> I don't know. I to be locked. I feel like buried. <laughs> I don't I don't feel like I've I can't think of like a specific thing right now. Yeah. yeah. It's more so of like ooh. I would only do things differently because yeah. now I have the foresight of yeah. the consequences. But mm -hmm. I think if I didn't know the consequences, I'd still make the same decisions. Yeah. Not necessarily decisions, just like how I acted, I think. Or like how I perceived things. I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah. Early high school journals was back when I was very... So mom sent a letter to me that I wrote to myself junior year of high school to future oh. me oh, cute. and it mailed back to me I think it's been I don't know 10 years and so they okay. finally mailed it to me mm -hmm. and then I oh man it was like I hope you're still putting God first oh. <laughs> I'm like oh, oh man how things have changed oh we're a devout Christian boy yeah. Andrew I hope you're hey. still putting God Dang. first yeah man I wrote that down God first that was still junior high school you would be so disappointed right now hey well I think he would be intrigued. Yeah. Maybe Boy. a little disappointed in the church aspect, but that's okay. Dang. Yeah, I also don't think I was like super convinced that I was uh, super spiritual ever because mm -hmm. I've always had my doubts and I yeah. still do. Uh -huh. And like, yeah. but I'm, there is still a spiritual aspect of me that was there before that I think yeah. still lingers. I just mm -hmm. don't lean into it anymore because I, uh, mm. I don't think it does anything for me. So, mm. yeah, I think every part of who I was like, even when I was Philip's age, is still here. It's just like, it's like adjusting the levels and like mm. audio mixing. It's just some are played up and some are played down, but they're all still there. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I think I've done overhauls in personality. Yeah. That's yeah. really interesting that you guys have that perception of your personality. Wait, do you guys have internal monologues? 
Yeah. Yeah. I Nick don't. asked me this yesterday. Oh. I don't. I don't have like an internal voice. I just say words and they come out. There's no oh. little man speaking to me. Really? There's no thoughts in my head. <laughs> 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 just head empty. <laughs> but no, no, no. I don't have an man, internal monologue. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool, cool. 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 No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> wait what do you mean okay so what you mean when you're talking you have someone talking no no no. like i think like people when you're were going saying, about your day yeah you have like an internal yeah. like dialect i don't like like you don't speak to yourself can you speak words in your brain like can i mean you yes i can words? but like i had to think about me th- thinking words oh, and speaking really? words Whoa. for the most part like it's there's no like a little man's of it's i mean oh, I can't there's describe like someone it. like narrating thoughts the whole that's time that's crazy yeah. because yeah. that yeah. no there's no narrator whoa they kicked him out of the script for me whoa it's like just ever? me no never whoa. yeah you Mine's really a- are head empty yeah man no thoughts head empty <laughs> just, vibes. <laughs> just vibes just vibes just vibes <laughs> give me some it's i don't really help with my anxiety still though (laughs) that's still wait then how does your anxiety manifest is it just like physical i mean yes it's definitely physical but Hmm. because when i'm anxious like i'm just overthinking yeah it's not like a narration voice but like when anxiety piles up i think i'm more visual than i it's like dialogue it's like oh like i like see myself needing to do all these tasks interesting um, i'm just like ah oh, shit like this needs to be done this needs to be done this needs to be done yeah it's not like words that are said that need to be done it's activities that i need to do because mm. mm, i like these come off as words in my brain where i'm like oh, oh i need to do this i need to do this i need to do this like what exactly what you just wow. said like goes through my that's brain. crazy i think i see pictures oh um, interesting than, like than you're books. just like your brain oh, is ideas words. it's not words yeah. Exactly. It's like concepts, concepts. shapes, oh, interesting. shapes. <laughs> just vibes, just, just vibes. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, I really can't go no thoughts head empty. Like that's that's a legitimate thing where I'm just like, mm, I just don't want to think about this. No, so, I can do that too. Okay. Like I go hem- head empty all the time, where okay. I just like literally I'll just stare off into space yeah. for like a good like ten twenty minutes. And I'll come back and I'll be like, okay. <laughs> I want to spill for John. Maybe I'm the oddball out of these five. I'll I think John like is very head empty. <laughs> John, just like me for real. Dude, the more I look at John, the more I'm like, John's going to turn out kind of like me. No, he is. Yeah. You guys are very similar. So and I think similar. me and Philip are similar in a lot of ways. Yeah. Who's Except like for. Me? <laughs> it's just you. No one. It's just you. You don't have an analogous <laughs> figure in yeah. our family. Yeah. It's so interesting that. It's crazy. The analogy. Like, they are literally just like um i'm the divide i'm like the mirror yeah you're yeah. like the mirror you're, the you're like mirror. the yeah. axes across me and andrew being reflected upon mm-hmm. Philip like and john. philip and john are yeah. philip is literally like, me and john is literally you it's a reflection and scaling like it's yeah. looks it's yes. personality it's yeah those yeah. two things yeah yeah it's crazy it just happened really naturally. I think mm-hmm. it's the fact that there's an older brother dynamic, mm-hmm. an older, dynamic, younger brother yeah. dynamic. Yeah, and they're being raised almost the exact same yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's I, true. I'll, they have the same exact environmental factors. Yeah. yeah. Aside for, from the older siblings. Yeah. yeah. I think you're more similar to John than I am similar to Philip. Yeah, I'd probably say the same. Okay. Yeah. But I think it's because we've talked about this where Philip hasn't found his like extroverted friend. Yeah. Yes, because yeah. you were strongly, I think, molded by my extroverted peers, friends. Yeah, versus he's still know, friends like, with just like 
introverted people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I think peers kind of play a oh, huge role. Huge role. In yeah, how your I personality develops. Yeah. Yeah. Who I am with all the people that I've met in high school. I don't know. I think if I ran with a completely different group, I would still be kind of similar, maybe. Really? No, I'm trying to think. I mean, I also did. I had a different friend groups where I think I expressed myself differently depending yeah. on the friend group. Oh, yeah. yeah. I code mm. switch a lot. Yeah. For sure. But yeah. Actually, no, that's an interesting question. Because I, think, I also do believe you're the sum of your like closest five peers too. Yeah, mm, yeah. yeah. Mm. I think if I had been in any other friend group, I wouldn't have felt as much of a sense of belonging as the one that I like eventually found. Mm. Or like, mm. I guess my friend group has been together since like sixth grade, so I can't really like mm. we kind of just grew up that's together, crazy, and I think that's actually, a that yeah friends since sixth grade. Yeah, and I think wild. it's a big part of like why we're so comfortable with each other is because we literally grew up together. Mm, no. Yeah. All right. Um, that was a good topic. I like yeah, that. Well. Topic a lot. Oh, there was someone did ask um, in the Discord, like, who we still oh, maintain geez. friendships with and like our perspectives on friendships. That's a deep topic that we can talk about in the next episode, but <laughs> we can touch on it a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who we maintain close contact with. Mm hmm. It's honestly just the people that I still see often, like people from home, since I go home pretty often, Mm -hmm. maintain contact with them. And then the friends that like I was really close with in college that I'll make an active effort to Mm -hmm. see on an annual basis. Other than that, like people fall off. It's inevitable. Mm -hmm. People fall off, but also come back, which has been cool for Mm -hmm. me. Because I think that was Kevin. Uh, Mm -hmm. We were super close like grade school elementary school then like middle school high school we kind of fell apart college didn't really see him and now reconnecting i think he's one of my closest childhood we're still not super close right like yeah but like when he visited when he visits new york like always Mm -hmm. hang out with him i'll like jump on calls with him and just catch up on life with him Mm -hmm. um yeah and we didn't really hang out that much in like the middle point of my life but i do think that plays into your perception of like how your personality changes because if you're switching friend groups and Mm. like the person you are with a different friend group you can Mm. see that overhaul whereas for me i've had a continuous set of friends that have just never left yeah like my high school friends we still hang out all the time yeah i'm i still only right with my high school friends right but they're Okay, that's fair. Yeah. But did you feel like you've made another strong group of friends? But yes, and a, I have. With a yeah. different identity? Yeah. What made you feel like you were, you had oh, a different identity? I think that also influences I don't think so. your I think, own identity. I think my oh, college friends and my high school friends have similar perceptions of me, but mm-hmm. my high school friends definitely understand more about who I am as mm-hmm. a person than my college friends okay. do. No, this is actually something I was thinking about recently because in college, I think I assume the role of what's missing in a friend group sometimes. Okay. Oh. So when in college, I lived with five dudes, mm-hmm. none of them took care of the house. And so I was the only one like cooking, uh, kind of taking no. after people. Like, wait, yeah. Yeah. Like, wait. Me and Kira used to say that we were the mom and dad of the Did house. Did Emerson live with you guys? Yeah. Okay. Emerson, oh, Emerson has grown so much as a roommate. He is now a phenomenal roommate, but it didn't wait. always start out that okay. way. And yeah, uh, <laughs> we've, we've changed. Uh, <laughs> but 
I, so like in college i was always seen as like super responsible took care of like everything mm. like on top of my yeah. shit um but then i went to vietnam with mm. my church friends like grade school mm-hmm. friends and they're all like very on top of their shit yeah mm. um and so i remember going to vietnam they planned everything out to the t like Dang. every minute i and so i was just like backseat cruising yeah. during the trip because yeah, they had everything awesome. planned out yeah and i was so like absent-minded during some parts of it like mm-hmm. i left my camera just in one of the not uber grabs like one of the cars okay yeah. it drove off and i'm like that ah, shit i just <laughs> left my stuff in this car i bolted down the yeah. streets of vietnam chasing down the car like we locked ourselves out uh that wasn't entirely my fault but uh <laughs> like none of us grabbed the keys and i'm just yeah. like dang i'm usually like responsible what the yeah. heck is yeah. happening yeah um but yeah, like that personality definitely changes yeah that team yeah. of individuals had responsible people and so i'm like i don't need to assume that that role yeah interesting i feel like that's almost how i feel at home is that like i feel like mom and dad should be responsible for me so sometimes (laughs) i just be you know um Mm. but you know i need to change that uh, perception that i am another interesting thing i've noticed is that some people um like do overhauls of their friends like some people like they will like do friendship breakups and just like never talk to that person again form completely new relationships that's crazy Mm -hmm. that's crazy yeah Yeah. i know people like that and like it's insane like they will have a friend group like for a certain number of years and then Mm -hmm. something will go awry completely overhaul that friend group Mm -hmm. have to find a completely new i've never had that happen to me before usually that's like the person who overhauls their friends is usually the problem because it's usually because the fr- <laughs> i mean and i speak from like maybe experience of me witnessing this happen uh-huh. where like the friend group will realize or like certain people in the friend group will realize that that person is a little pro- problematic mm. and then like unconsciously they'll start like excluding them from certain things uh, and then that person starts feeling left out uh, and then uh, it just kind of snowballs like, yeah, yeah. Oh. and so i've never had that i've never mm-hmm. had a friendship breakup before and it's such a wild concept mm-hmm. to yeah. me that you can be so close okay i've had real breakups before so i can kind of like <laughs> comprehend what it's like yeah but with like a friend who you're not like emotionally attached to in the same way that mm-hmm. you are with like relationships yeah like how do you just like drop someone off yeah, like that yeah and like i understand i don't understand distance that. happening but it's like you're you still, can still friends, reconnect though. yeah you're yeah. still yeah, and you exactly. can pick up where you left yeah. off and like there's no hard feelings and mm-hmm. no reason to not be friends anymore but i feel like know. unless it's a very serious backstabbing like completely yeah. betraying your trust kind of thing yeah which hasn't really happened to me yeah, before same thankfully so yeah all right. Well, that wraps up this episode. We're going to stop here. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode another of the episode. best podcast in the world, oh, the Rupert whoa. Talk Podcast. I feel like a lot of podcasts claim to be the number one podcast in the world. Like, I've heard 10 podcasts Yeah, let's open just start claiming that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Manifest Thank you all for tuning in to, to the yeah. number one podcast the rooftop in the pod. world especially in the zon family <laughs> in our world the number one ohio podcast. in our family the number one asian american run podcast in ohio with three siblings with three siblings <laughs> on a rooftop i think we can claim the number one position in that category okay 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 yes, yeah. sir 
thank you guys all for tuning in. I am your host, Jesse. Signing out with me is my sister. Rachel. And my brother. Andrew. And we will catch you on the next episode. Peace. Peace. Peace.